0: Some. gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars if you ain't gonna do it for yourself then do it for your mama only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit trying to learn some game all gonna talk about it no, Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher. Ain't no more excuses, valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. I study millionaires cause I was born a visionary. You still believe in limitations? Why you acting scary? You can't distract me from the paper. I've been chasing greatness. I'm stacking now and balling later. End the conversation. We strategizing, monetizing, piling up investments. And sacrificing temporary for bigger blessings. Yeah, a tapped in boss mind state. I multiply my grind rate and I match the way I vibe.
1: This episode is sponsored by Bees. She is the creator of the Giftize app and the author of the Financial Starter Kit book. Bees works in the defense industry as an overseas contractor. After years of studying financial literacy and investing, she is now financially free. The Financial Starter Kit comes with a free money allocation spreadsheet and gives you all the resources that you need to take control of your finances today. You can purchase the book at financialstarterkit.com. If you want to learn more about the defense industry and how to obtain a stable, high-paying career in the states or overseas, you can purchase her defense industry guide at www.defenseindustry.guide. Also, for more information, you can follow her on Twitter at capital underscore SB. Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I'm your host, Xavier, sitting here with my co-host, D. And today we got a, uh, another special guest. Uh, this is a guy I, I've been seeing on social media. He's been killing it yeah. in, in the real estate industry, and you guys may know him. His name is Real Estate Diddy. He's a, a multi million millionaire dollar real estate investor and the CEO of Hustle Implementers.
2: So, what's up, bro? Hey, man. What's going on? What's going on, everybody, man? First and foremost, uh, definitely want to give a big shout out to both of you. You know, for just giving me the opportunity to get on here. You know, anytime I can try to provide any type of value to the people, man, I'm all the way with it. So I'm just looking forward to this today.
1: Absolutely. Appreciate it, man. And just get just getting right into it. So for, the, for everything you're doing right now, for the people who don't know, just uh, give it a little background. on yourself, like, what was the start to your journey?
2: Yeah, man. So uh, I actually started in 2016. Uh, oh, I would say this. The change of mindset started in 2015. You know, I was having a good time. You know, I, I had dropped out of college and everything like that. You know what I mean? I had actually caught like a case with one of my guys back home, and that was kind of the turning point, man. I had did like four days in jail, you know, nothing too serious, but it was enough. To, like, okay, listen, your environment have changed. You made it out, you know, you know these people, you know, they they not gonna they going they not gonna move ahead like you are gonna move ahead. So when I caught that charge, I had to fight that charge for like six months, and then I had my son in October 2015. Mm. After that, I said, you know what? I want to look for change. You know, I'm gonna unfollow all the the, the BS on social media, the strippers, the, the the rappers. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I don't, I don't follow all of them, but I'm looking, I'm looking for the intelligent ones. You know what I mean? Right, right. So I right. did that, and when I start following all successful people, I ran to this guy named Nick Ruiz. Uh, he had a book called Flip. I purchased the book in February. In March, I started taking action, and then April, I got my first deal, and that was 2016. I ended up quitting my job after my first deal. Wow. I made like 2,500. I made like $2, like JV with a guy. Uh, the deal was like five thousand, but we split it down the middle. I quit my job because I was thinking like if I could do it, that was crazy. That was ridiculous. But I thought like if I could do it one time, then you know what I mean? Why, why can't I do it again? Why can't I do it a hundred times or a thousand times? You know what I mean? But to me thinking like that at that time, you know, I put my back against the wall and I was forced to use my instincts, you know, to the tenth power. And I think that was a blessing in disguise. I put my family in a in a tough situation. My lady had to move an hour and a half away to get a job with our son. He was just really a newborn, and uh, I had to fight up here, man. And I went I, – I, I gave up everything, you know, sold out my clothes, shoes. I had, like, a pair of jeans, two shirts. The Gucci got to go. The Burberry got to go. You know what I mean? Oh, they got to go when it's time to really, you know, to get back on your feet. And I and I ain't had no ego when it was time.
1: Mm,
2: that's so important, yeah. that ego part. But,
1: uh, so what was you uh, working at at the time when you quit?
2: I was actually working at a factory. I was actually working at a factory uh, for, like, five years. Uh, and I was in college, you know what I mean? So the reason I dropped out of college, I'm like, listen, I'm already making sixty thousand a year. And I started realizing what the professor was making, and I'm like, how are you teaching me business and you don't even you not even you don't even got a business. How you gonna teach me about business? And you ain't never ran a business. So it was just like for me, it was a no-brainer. Like, I'm only going to college for my parents, man. That was their dream. But I realized that if you're doing something for somebody else, you ain't gonna make it through. You're gonna eventually quit because it ain't in your heart.
1: That's facts. That's facts right there. So, so what was the react? What was the reaction? Like when, when I know the reaction was crazy. When you told people, you yeah, I just got to check and I just quit.
2: Man. You know what? People was just like, you dumb. Uh, that ain't no money. I wouldn't do that. if I was you. Listen, don't quit your job. Try to do it. Why you, you know, why you got your job still? And I'm like, man, no, you know, I deserve better, man. You know, if I, if I got to lose it all, you know, and just to gain it all again or whatever I need to do that, I'm down to do that. And really, you're going to lose it all anyway, you know, whether it's financially, whether it's spiritually, whether it's mentally, emotionally, you're going to feel every different type of emotion while you're on this journey. And I was willing to do that. I was willing to take whatever repercussions was, you know, just to get where I needed to get. It's like a guy in the streets. You know, as long as you're willing to take what come with it, then, hey, go, hey, go on am journey then. That's right.
3: And what I really appreciate the most about what you said Is that you had to get yourself that new mentality um, Distance yourself from certain people You needed that change of environment And, you know, we appreciate a lot to a lot of people that, you know In order for you to really change that mentality You got to separate yourself from all the distractions And for you throughout your journey How did you stay focused and motivated? You know, when those different things will pop up
2: Man, it was so hard I'm going to be honest with you you know, it kind of go back to how I grew up. You know, my dad, you know, he was a street guy my whole life. Never seen him with a job. He was a street guy. You know, I grew up in a street environment. I went to the, to the toughest public schools. So you got to think about it. All my friends was guys that's in the streets, you know, or guys who played ball because I played basketball, too. It was just two things. Sports or you in the street. So I think the biggest thing was when you start entering into an industry like this, a lot of people didn't understand what I was going through. You know what I mean? And then I'll be around people, you know, they got a lot of stuff going on. And then I'm like, damn, I can't, I just can't shake away. And I feel like the devil had a hold on me, you know, so long. So once I broke that chamber and I stopped, you know, thinking, you know, worried about, you know, uh, keeping it real to the hood or whatever you want to call it. I was just like, man, I got to, I got to break generational curses. So I always had a strong mindset. You know, that's how I got to college actually. You know, I was dipping and dabbling in high school a little bit. One of my guys said, you can't be one foot in, one foot out. He said, "What you gonna do?" And I was—I just thank God that I had the leadership, you know. And uh, and I was just like, "Listen, I'm going to college, man. You know, I'm I'm, I'm on something else." And the mm-hmm. same thing for real estate, man. I did, not man. I wanted this, man. I seen them posting them ten thousand dollar checks. <laughs> no money. I seen that. I said, if they can do that, why can't I do that? And now you got to think about it. The same cats that I was watching on YouTube when I was coming up, when I was laying on the box screen, you know, when I was laying on the floor, I'm on stage with these same guys. I'm throwing events with these same guys now. You know what I mean? So that just lets you know, man, hard work. If you got determination, you're going to get it regardless.
1: Hey, that's that's game right there because people, I feel like people, they, they see stuff like that, like how you just talked about YouTube, and they don't see that as out of reach. They're like, damn, I can't. I, that's out of reach for me. But it ain't, bro. It, it's real. Like, once you put yourself in yeah. position and you grind, like anything is possible. You never know where the hell you'll be at.
2: Man, you got to kick the dough down, man. You know what I mean? A lot of people just want to knock on the dough. They waiting on somebody to, to let them in. I'm kicking the dough down, and then we'll worry about how we get it fixed later on.
0: Right. You
2: know, that was my whole approach. You know, I'm kicking down the dough, man. They got to let me on in there, man. I'm supposed to be in there. I ain't, I'm ain't. i on the outside, and I know right. how I hustle. I know what I think about at 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. You know what I mean? I know what I'm thinking about in the different marketing tactics. You know, mm-hmm. I love the business, man. You know, I love serving the people, but I do still get a rush from just being still inside the real estate business, man. That gave me the most rush out of any of this, for real. You know, I mean, it's 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 just, I just feel like that, you know, it's you got to be able to, you know, not only be able to teach people the game. You got to be able to know the emotions that they're going through for you to be even give them your best work. And uh, that's the reason why I'm so in love with just being in the game, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
1: like I like that, man. So after that, after that first deal, what was it? What was it like afterward? Did you get a deal as soon? Like soon after that first one? Or did it take a while? What was it like?
2: I almost got evicted. Lord, man, <laughs> I almost got evicted. Uh, I ended up losing my car. My car got repoed and everything. I got a deal in April. I didn't get my next deal until August. So you got to think about all the people I old in between that time. All the bills I had to pay between that time. So when I got to 16, I split it down the middle with my partner at the time. I only got eight. So when you chop up and get only eight and you owe all this stuff, now I'm back to to ground one again. Mm -hmm. So so I didn't really turn up until 2017. That's when I met my partner that I got now. Uh, Shout out to my partner, Lenny. Uh, We had linked up in like February 2017. Uh, We did a deal together. After that, man, we ended up doing 45 deals that year. We uh, found a hedge fund company. Rolled them all the way through that year until we started getting too many properties and they was moving too slow. And after that, man, we just got our buyer list, man, and we just went crazy. So we probably make a couple a couple hundred grand in 2017. 2018 came. It's still just me and my partner. No office. No CRM system. No team. No none of that. No tracking. No KPIs. No follow up system. And we made 1.5 million. We did 109 properties in 2018. And in April, we had 154 thousand dollar a month. Uh, like September we did 145. In and October we did 167. Now I'll never forget it. And we didn't even have no team. So mm-hmm. that is that you know, what kind of hunger that we had, I was killing on the acquisition side. You know, I'm known as the, you know, a good sales guy, my partner, he's an integrator, you know, he understand them KPIs and all that. So we just put it together and we ain't look back. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so let me ask you this. So I know people on here, they're going to be thinking like, damn. So what was that? What was that bridge that got you from when you went four months without getting a deal? So now you're getting 40, 60, 80 deals, like consistently like that. What, what was that? What was that to get to that
2: point? I think it was knowledge of the game and marketing, man. You know, it was just really knowledge and marketing. You know, even when we was, uh, you know, doing like $50,000 a month, you know, uh, we had actually, you know, went out to some of our guys in AZ. Uh, shout out to my guy, uh, Carlos and uh, Sal. We went out to AZ in 2017. We realized like, man, why do we keep only getting, you know, 50000 a month or thirty to 50000 a month? I mean, what's the difference? It gotta be a difference. I'm seeing it, I'm seeing what's going on. We were scared to put that money in marketing. You know, you can't be scared to invest that money out there. I love it. I live a risky life right now. I wouldn't even feel right if I wouldn't take a risk. You know what I mean? The biggest risk is not taking a risk at all. Yeah. You know, a lot of people they scared. I'm 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 willing to I put I dropped twenty thousand dollars for mentorship one time. You know, yeah. at a time when we just got an office, we just started hiring a team and we didn't even know, you know, what we was doing. Luckily the investment paid off. But a lot of people, you know, in the midst of turmoil, are you, real, are you still willing to invest in yourself? In the midst of turmoil, in the midst of you taking losses, can you still bring your energy, bring your emotions to a point that you're still willing to throw it out there? And I think that's one of the biggest differences between the people who are great and the people who just good.
1: Mm, man, that's a bar right there. Like investing. And that's funny that you said that because I literally, before we got on the show, I just tweeted. I was like, I need to spend more money. And people, they like what they they like. I know you, I know you joking. You must get hacked or something. <laughs> they, they plug it in their stuff. I'm right. like, yo, I'm not talking about on no consult, like on no uh, consumer stuff. I'm talking about, I was really talking about marketing stuff in my
2: business. Like, I need
1: to spend more money to get my stuff out there.
2: Hey, man, you know, real hustlers understand what you were saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At least they would at least gave it a thought, like, okay, if he ain't talking about this, I know he got to be talking about that because I know he in real estate. Yep. I know how it go. You know yep. what I mean? Hell yeah.
3: Something I wanted to uh, point out is that you mentioned, you kept saying, you know, my partner this, my partner that. And I love to hear that because in the real estate game, you could do it solo, but you could do it so much better having a team or having a partner, somebody to help you with that. So for you, even though like in the beginning, like you said, you were splitting the checks, you know, what motivated you to keep, you know, finding somebody to work with?
2: Man, listen, me and my partner, man, man, listen, man, we don't always agree. You know, but we always do what's best for the company. We got so much respect for each other. You know what I mean? And I'm going to tell you something about us, man. We got partnership principles. You know, he know his role. I don't overstep my boundaries. I know my roles in the company. He don't overstep my boundaries. You know, and then I bust it down with him. Even when I get on stages and stuff like that, I still bust the bag down with him. We just threw the Closer Olympics uh, where we just had uh, 12 of the top closers uh, in the country come together for event. Uh, we had uh, Max Maxwell as a judge, Carlos. We had Brent Daniels as a judge. Uh, that was something that we came up with, a idea we came up with, and we executed. And uh, and I still busted down with my partner, man. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. man? Listen, I'm in this for the long haul. I told him, I want this to work. We two African-American uh, black brothers. I want us to work. I, you have to be intentional on wanting your partnership to work. You know what I mean? No matter what's going on, no matter how much you're elevating, if one person may be, uh, you know, a little bit networking, you know, more than the other person, that don't mean that they better, man. That's just, you just playing your role, and that's how I look at it.
1: Mm, that's game right there. That's
2: I can't so do this without, I ain't gonna lie, I couldn't do what we're doing without my partner. He's an integrator. Anybody know anything about an integrator, you know, they they very, very important when it comes to growing a company.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Y'all sound like
2: us. Our yeah, yeah,
1: that's it. I'm glad you talk. just speaking on systems, though, like, like we always touch on this, but I I really want be wanting people to understand like how important that is for business. How you scaled your shit up to the whole
2: a whole another level. That was just
1: I'm pretty sure due to
2: all the systems that y'all put in place. Oh, uh, yeah. making it a well-oiled machine. Yeah, man. We got this thing organized, man. We got systems for everything, even our boots on the ground, which we call property specialists, they got a system. You know what I mean? Like, it's to the point that if we set an appointment for one of our property specialists, which is the boots on the ground. We send them an email for them to look at the appointment and to confirm the appointment. And then once they go out to the property, guess what? You know, after they do their appointment, they have to put the pictures in Dropbox. They got to send that Dropbox link to the same email that we originally sent them for them to get paid. And then it's going to go right to our transactional coordinator. And after that, she's going to send it right to the CFO after she confirmed the pictures. And then they get paid. Everything got to be a system. You know, I'm not trying to wholesale or be, you know, sitting in this office my whole life. You right. know, wholesaling is just a sales and marketing company. That's all it is, man. For sales and marketing. Now We will always do it because you can always know how to, you can always market out and get properties at a discount. But, I, you know, but everything that we're doing, we want to put everything as a system. I think that's what's been working for us. That's why we get so many leads in the way we got it set up. You know what I mean? We only talking to warm and hot leads. A lot of people are, you know, talking to cold leads sometimes and it can tire out your people. You know, that's why if we do, like, an RVM and they call back, guess what? Go straight to Pat Live. Let them answer it. Let them filter everything out. They drop it in our system, and then our acquisition managers, they just eat it up. You know what I mean? We don't even got, like, we, even, like, we used to hire, like, follow-up managers, uh, you know, and just pay them, you know, pay them a salary and everything. But we say, you know what? That's a VA job. If somebody ain't answering the phone, put the VAs in the background, let them want to the lead back up. You do a live transfer once they get them back on the call, and guess what? And then the acquisition managers come eat it up. You know what I mean? So we got everything. Everything is a system, man. We we. It's not about uh if we are gonna get a deal. Once you got your systems in place, it's about how many get deals you go get. So mm. that's that's the point we at right now, man. Mm.
1: And I also seen you on your uh on your Instagram. You was driving for dollars, and I wanted to ask you because I was just on a call about two days ago. And somebody came on there. It was on the Zoom call, and somebody came on, there. it was like, man, I'm I'm getting started in a wholesaling. Like, what you think is the best way to get started? It was asking somebody else. And I want to ask you that. So for the people that's listening to this, they want to start yep. wholesaling. What do you think is that, that best way? Do you think it's going uh, driving for dollars or is it a different method?
2: I think I think it's, uh, well, actually it's uh, three different things. To me, if I had to start all over again, I would definitely actively get all the way back in the field. Uh, definitely drive for dollars. That would probably be one of my number one things I'll do all day. I would learn every, every pocket in the city. And guess what? As soon as uh, we send them the postcard, we'll send them that. Uh, we'll get the numbers. Uh, we'll put them on the spreadsheet. Every house that we get, I'm sorry, not numbers, but every house that we get, put them on the spreadsheet, skip trace them all. Uh, you can use individually skips uh, with Skip Genie, or you can do batch, need to skip, anything like that. Skip trace, get the numbers. You can cold call them on a dollar. And uh, and also, while you're doing that, you can be putting out, I will order 100 banner signs, 150, 200, and then I'll get 150, 200 neighborhood signs. It's kind of the little signs that we put on the stop sign inside the neighborhoods. Them work so man, we got to, We just got a twenty five thousand dollars deal by getting those little signs, put them inside the neighborhoods on the stop signs, and uh, we buy houses. You know, people sleep on that. Everybody just think about the banner signs with the hammer. But what about getting inside the neighborhood pockets and putting your signs on the stop signs every other street, and that way that you can get deals that way too. So I will be doing that to the to the uh you know to the max, and also I'll be just driving for dollars. I know you're gonna get a deal. Mm. I know you're gonna get a deal. If people are getting deals, then you're gonna get a deal.
1: And I never I never heard that that method as far as putting them like on the stop signs and stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I see I can send you a picture of a sign so you can see exactly what I'm talking about too. Okay. Yeah, that's my first time here. And I, I never heard that
3: yeah. is your um primary market your home city? Is that easier for you or do you um wholesale virtually?
2: We don't we uh we don't we, we wholesale uh, we in uh, Huntsville, Alabama, that's our main market. Well that's the market that we in. Uh we in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, we in A-Town, we love the A, that's our our baby right there, we love (laughs) the A, and uh, we just now enter into Houston, so Houston and Charlotte is newer, we actually just got our first two deals, uh, not necessarily closed, but we got it assigned yesterday in Houston, so we getting ready to kick off the A-Town, I like big markets, man, I used to be scared of them, I ain't gonna lie to you, I was scared because everybody's talking, oh, it's oversaturated, you might spend this money, you may not get it back, man. Put me in the big market, man, I want smoke, I want all the smoke <laughs> I man, put me where is that? put me with a with a with a fire at
1: I you feel that
2: yes, yeah, Because so. think about it, how else are you going to be the i mean one of the best
1: one of the best right
2: exactly. it's, it's, you know?
1: real estate real estate is a uh, competitive sport, and that's that's yeah.
2: why I, I enjoy it exactly, man, exactly, man, and what I liked about our first big market was Atlanta it Caused me to we had to move quicker. You know what I mean? You know, it was a lot of people calling these sellers. I get a rest from that. Man, I want somebody else to be talking to them. Please talk <laughs> to them just like me. Because I want to show them the difference. Right, right. You know what <laughs> I mean? But a lot of people scared of that approach. They don't they don't want that. You know, people want to hide behind. Oh, I want to be the only one talking to the seller. Nah, man, I want to smoke, man. I want to show you that we're about what we said. I want to put down more earnest money. I want to give you more benefits. I want to go and give you the moving expenses. You know, I want to do a seller hold back. I'm gonna close on the property two weeks earlier, than you can move out. So that way we can give you 90%. And then when you move out, we give you the 10%. I wanna do that. You know what I mean? So we have a good time. It's it's a good time.
1: <laughs> talk your shit. I like that. I like that. And no, another video I seen on your Instagram, you was talking about running the comps. And this is a this is a topic yeah. that always it's, it's super important. So I just want you to uh, talk about that. Like how do you how, how to run your
2: comps? Man, a lot of people make it so difficult. Man, I'm so tired of the 70% rule, man. And you know what I be thinking about? Who made that rule up, man? Who was the first person that said 70% of the ARV? I want to know, man. That's, that's Because, man, all we do is this. Man, listen. I tell my acquisition managers, all y'all need to do is go in PropStream, filter out everything, filter out the date, 10 years down, 10 years up. You know, I mean, I'm sorry, not the date, but, you know, the year built. If it's 1960, go down to 1950, go up to 1970. You know, if we're talking about the square footage, you know, we go down four, we go up four. You know, sometimes we go down three and go up three. We want to keep it real tight. Bedrooms, bathrooms, gonna line them up. But the one of the most important things that people miss, you want to line the subdivisions up. I'm a big fan of making sure that we in the same subdivision. After that, go to the cash purchases, look for the LLCs. Look for the LLCs. If the LLCs bought them for 60 to 70, you need to make an offer 40 to 50. If they if they, if the if they bought it for sixty, as long as you get it for fifty or anything below that, then you in the game. Don't make it difficult. These guys are buying it at that price for some reason. Now, I'm not a dummy, right? I understand that you're talking about higher point properties, you know, kind of like Cali or like three, four, five hundred, six hundred thousand. It's going to be less LLCs. You know what I mean? So now you got to go take a look at what the retail price, and then you got to go take a look at the history you know of the property and see what did that person buy for before it sold for retail
3: mm-hmm.
2: so if you don't see the llc's you know mm-hmm. if you filter the cash buyers there's no llc's go to retail and go back to the history of the property and see how much did it sell for before it sold retail oh, retail it's really simple man it's really simple
1: yeah that's so that's that's game right there
3: sorry so um so all right so now you don't raise your comps and you got the house and you negotiating with the seller and at this point, you're trying to think of what's a good offer to make on the house. So, what factors are you looking at when you're making your initial offer to the seller?
2: First thing first, I'm a, I'm, I like to do this, right? You know, y'all know sales is my thing. I don't know if y'all know nothing else about me. This is what I do right here. So, first thing first, right? Before I ask them how much they even want for the property, I like to get the seller to categorize their property, theirself, right? Themselves. So, I say, hey, Mr. Seller, hey, quick thing. You know, I know that you know your property uh, better than me. You know, I haven't really laid my eyes on the inside of the property yet. But let me ask you this. Um, It's two different prices that we take a look at. We look at properties that was, uh, you know, brought up to totally 2020 standards. It's been totally renovated. And we see what the property sold for for retail. You know, they was brought up to 2020 standards. we like to take a look at what those properties sold for. But also, we take a look at properties that sold in as-is condition, kind of similar to the property that you're telling me about today. Let me ask you this, uh, which category do you think your property best fits in? The ones that sold for 2020, I mean, I'm sorry, the ones that were brought up 2020 condition and sold retail or the ones that sold as is condition? Uh, which one do you think, which category do your property fits best in? i want to make sure I get the right amount of money approved for you today. Uh, which, which one is, the, you know, which category? So now the seller cannot say, if we're looking at what the property sold for retail and we're looking at what they sold for as is, it's two different prices. If they know their pri- they property have not been, you know, fully renovated, they can't say it need to be retail price. So mm. I already, kind of make them tell me, you know, which category do their property fits in. Right. You know, another thing, you got to be, you got to be on expert mode. I use a lot of expert lingo. Hey, I'm the finance manager. You know, I want to see, you know, we, can, if we was able to agree on something today. I want to see if I'm going to the finance department. I want to get something approved for you today. You know, if I was able, you know, to get the guys on the same page. I'm the relationship guy in the company. That's the reason why I'm talking to you today. Uh, these guys in the finance department, they're all about business and just numbers. So if I can get these guys on the same page with us today, you know, I want to see, you know, would you be willing to get the process started if I can get something approved for you today? You see, I'm talking like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I and, like that. You know, that's something. And you know how I learned that? Because I got multiple car salesmen in my company. I got a guy that was at Audi for seven years. I got a guy that was at Mercedes for 15 years. You know what I mean? So these guys helped me realize, and they didn't even have to tell me. I started thinking about the process when you go buy a car. You got to go speak to the buying specialist. You got to go speak to the finance manager. Why we can't bring that to real estate? Mm. When we start bringing them type of terms, you know, into the real estate industry, guess what? You know, we start getting better results. You know, and you can do that no matter if you got a a company full of five to ten people or you are just a one-man crew. You need to get in the process of 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 kind of speaking speaking everything into existence, hey let me let me check with the finance department. You know, I understand that I said that the twenty five thousand absolutely work for the both of us. you know, let me dub, double confirm it with my partner because he's one of the finance managers as well uh if 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 by any reason that he agrees with us uh I mean do you think you'd be ready to get the process started today? I just want to make sure I secure the funds for you officially. You see what I'm saying <laughs> I'm talking like that a lot of people they don't talk like that. So right, when you're talking right. like that, they're going to be like, damn, he, he for real. Yeah,
1: He official.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he for real. It's for real. all about perception, too. Mm-hmm. You know, the way you carry yourself as a business person. You know, a lot of people, they could, they could tell when you're new to it and you don't really know what you're doing. So you got to have that confidence.
2: Man, listen, listen. Uh, people, Most people think that you can tell if somebody new through the stuff that they're saying.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: you can tell through the energy that, trust me, just because you might be over the phone with a seller, that don't mean they can't feel your energy.
3: Mm-hmm. You know what
2: I mean? You know, if I was to shake your hand today and you could feel if something was off, you know, if I, I've been you know, talking bad on your name, you're gonna feel the energy naturally. The energy ain't gonna be there. So yeah. that's why I tell my people, man, be confident. You ain't gotta be perfect, but be confident and you're gonna get what you want. You gotta be confident. Mm-hmm.
1: That's game, man. And, and verbiage is everything, like you said, like using those certain terms and stuff. That's everything, man. That's game right there for the people so, that's little. I know if they get it.
2: If they get to talk about hey, uh, just send me the agreement or send me the contract, uh, I'll take a look at it. I said, Hey, 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 Mr. Seller, quick thing. Uh, I definitely told we'd love to send you an agreement. I know you need to take a look at it later on, uh, but I'm a, I want to let you know this it is company policy that if we send out an agreement, we have to go over with you today. So I'm not mm. trying to, you know, you see what I'm saying? You see, yeah. how, you see how you can twist some yeah. up, it's <laughs> company policy, okay. but see.
1: Let, let me ask you this though, because this, this, this right here, what we talking about, this super important, and this stuff that people don't really talk about like that. Like you'll get people that sell you courses and sell you things, but they, but you don't, you might not have the charisma this person have, or the, you know what I'm saying. It's and that right. plays the key into it. So for the people that don't got those personality traits or personality skills, how can they get that to that point where, like you said, you worked with cars, you got car salesmen in your yeah. company. How can somebody that don't got car sales in their company,
2: get those little traits so they can have yeah, those. Well, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I actually got an acquisition course. Uh, you know, it dropped back in March. Uh, we sold probably about 120 copies of it. Uh, it got 60 plus videos. It got 15 plus live videos, 20 plus documents. So if somebody need a full breakdown, I mean, you got to think about it. If I'm talking about 60 videos on acquisitions, I mean, this is how I train my team now. If somebody comes into our company, I have them watch, you know, each module one by one, and all I do is just, uh, you know, just have like a little summary session with, a session with them, so that way they can tell me exactly what they learned. But other than that, man, I, I say Objection. It's a book called Objection by Jed Blunt, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, Dave Sandler got a book, um, so uh, How to Win Friends and People, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. So I didn't, I didn't kind of did and dab in a little bit of all those books. So I would say that, man, most definitely, man. And I would just say, start with your friends, start with your family. Mm. You may just say, hey, how you doing today? You know, how was your day? You know, how you feeling right now? That's the stuff I do with the sellers. Hey, Mr. Seller, uh, I just want to ask you this real quick. I totally understand that you want to sell the property, but let me ask you this. Uh, I mean, what would you say is one of the reasons that you possibly want to sell this property today? They may say, hey, I had to evict the tenants. Man, i totally I'm totally uh, sorry to hear about that. Trust me, I know exactly how that feels. I'd have been in that situation before. I mean, let me ask you this. I mean, have you thought about maybe just renting the property back out or maybe just fixing it up and reselling yourself? Listen, I know they're tired of the property. I already know they're tired of it. Yep. So now here we go. Now you, you, you're you going to the mousetrap now, right? So now they say, no, I don't, I don't want to rent it out. You know, I don't have the money to do it. I just want to move forward. Well, let me ask you this, Mr. Seller. I mean, if I was able to lift the property off your shoulders and you could move on to bigger and better things, and get the property closed up next Thursday at 2 p.m., I mean, honestly, man, I mean, how would that make you feel? You see what I'm saying? How yeah. would that make you feel? I mean, how long has it been keeping you up at night? I mean, anytime that I'm thinking about something like this, I mean, it's hard for me to get any sleep. I mean, if, I were, if you were to, you know, possibly rent the property out, do you see it getting any better or getting any worse? You know, that's stuff that we use on an everyday basis with our friends and family, and I just apply those same principles into real estate.
1: Mm-hmm. That's heavy,
2: right there, man. The people that's,
1: the people that's, that's listening this episode—that's some—that's some high value info, right there. They're gonna definitely be able to use for real.
2: And people know the game, man. They just need yeah. to know how to talk to people. people how to talk the to people? That's it's what too I'm... much game out here, man. Come on, man. You yeah. know when I started, it wasn't that much game out here. I mean, it's so much game out here. But if you don't know how to speak to people, speak to your customers, then you're gonna have a problem. That's what. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying
1: because you like I know I talk to people all the time that people got the information. But then as far as, like I said, sometimes they, do, they don't got that charisma. They don't got that confidence. They might be socially awkward. So they might not, you know what I'm saying? You right, can't really, right. That's something that you're not going to learn in the book for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, I like talking about this stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, and I think that, man, you know, if, if you know that's that's because my partner, I mean, he liked talking to people, but he's not as sociable as I am. Right. But if you if you like that yourself, I think you may, maybe you need to try to get a partner. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because somebody has to have that strength for right. you guys to elevate. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And and yeah. just like me, I'm not the most computer savvy guy. So I mean my partner is. He understands it. You know what I mean? Of course, right. if I you know, sat down and learned it, I'm gonna learn it because I'm an entrepreneur, but that ain't what I do best. So mm-hmm. you know it's it's important, you know, to have somebody to offset you.
1: I like that, man. And uh you you want to take on? No, I was gonna go into
3: another topic. Yeah, but- almost-
1: you know, you know. All
3: right. So something um, we hear often is not all deals are good deals. So do you ever find yourself in these situations where, you know, you come to the crossroads where you got to make a decision to, you know, leave money on the table just because you feel that way?
2: Facts. I done did that multiple times. I got a property. Uh, It was off Eastbrook, Eastbrook Drive here in uh, Huntsville, right? Never forget it. It was one of the first deals me and my partner did. It was right before that we start doing business with a hedge fund company. Uh, we had got an offer for 29000 We had the property for twenty five. We got an offer for 29000 from somebody. But then uh, we found this hedge fund company, and they ended up saying that they can do thirty five. So at that time, with us being, you know, still broke, we're like, damn, man, we're going to leave this, you know, 6000 on the table? Man, what do you think we should do? You know, first thing, we're like, man, we just need to take the man. Forget that. We need to get the man. We need to get that money. But <laughs> then we thought about it. I said, you know what? I said, this might be a trick by God, you know, what if we take this 6,000 and he has 60 for us, you know, just because we want to, you know, feed it to our flesh. And we want to try to get that quick dollar, but what if it was something else around the corner? Mm-hmm. And I think that when it comes to making decisions like that, you know, just like, you know, we were supposed to have an event in April our two day transformation, you know, where people come they spend, you know, if you got a partner, uh, 6,000, if it's by, by yourself, it may be, you know, three or whatever. Right. 3500 or whatever, right? The pandemic came, right? And we knew people couldn't fly in town. So guess what we got to do, man? Get these people their money back, man. Get these folks their money back, man. That's the right thing to do.
1: You
0: know
2: what I mean? And I feel like your character is the person that you are, you know, in the dark when the door closed. You know, that's your character, man. I mean, we can all act a certain type of way right now when the cameras are on. But what about, you know, when we by ourselves? What kind of thoughts are we having? What kind of? You know, things are we doing to feed into our flesh? You know what I mean. What kind of habits do we really got? You know, so that's 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 what I think about, man. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big believer in that, you know, and that's how I try to live my life. You know, so I feel like that. I mean, if you know, just because you know, you offer something higher, or you may got, or, or even with a seller, you know, a seller may even be like, hey, I need to be at sixty, and we may need to be at fifty. Sometimes you gotta say, you know what, man, I would have, if you got somebody to pay sixty, I would definitely want you to take that. You know, if anything changes, you know, you can always give us a call regardless of the situation. I want to see sell your property and I'm going to check up on you regardless. So I'll give you a call the next week or so just to make sure that you sold the property. And, uh, you know, and I just thank you for your time today. You know what I mean? So in that aspect, we like to leave all lines of communication open, you know, with any seller that we talk to. I think that's important. It is. That's super important, man. Uh, as far,
1: as far as uh, like on the investing side, are you buying like everywhere? Or are you sticking to s- specific areas,
2: man? You know what? Uh, as far as like you know, when we're talking about passive income, uh, we're doing a lot just in Alabama, really. Uh, we really haven't branched out to like Atlanta, uh, okay. Charlotte, or Houston yet. Uh, so you know, and when it comes to fixing flips, we are fixing flipping really tough right now, so we're just doing that primary in our city that we're in right now. You know, I would mm-hmm. like to. To try to do it virtual but we just got to just lay out a process and then of course we got the contractor point uh right. part of it so that's tough so right now we just trying to stick to the town that we in right now and uh we're trying to just do as many as possible
1: i feel it but that that's a that's that that was gonna lead to that that's a perfect lead to my next question it's yeah speaking to contractors man and i seen you i seen you on live yesterday talking about how you how to deal with contractors how to find contractors. Yeah, i just want you
2: to go into that man you know what Man, we are blessed. We got two good crews. Like, I don't know how it happened. It was a blessing because I didn't hear horror stories about contractors. Yeah. So, man, honestly, man, you got to be about business, you know, and, and starting out flipping because, honestly, we just started doing it. Well, we got our first, off, our first flip off in December. So we really didn't know what everything cost. So that was already kind of like, uh, damn. I mean, because wholesaling, you don't really got to know the repairs for real.
1: Right, right, you know
2: right. I mean, you may know as you go along, of course, you know, a kitchen may be, you know, ten at the most, you know what I mean, or you know, you know, but when it comes to actually doing it, it's a lot more smaller aspects that we don't even take a look at. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I had I got this guy Edgar, you know, that's the one I had brought to the table. My partner brought this guy Garcia to the table, and they had done uh previous work for us. So I kind of knew the integrity of these guys. And, uh, you know, and, and my guy, Edgar, man, he about business. He don't even smile. He don't even laugh. You know <laughs> what I mean? He don't do nothing. He We talk about, only, only time we talk is about money and, and about the repairs on the property that's needed. That's it. With the property completed. So, you know, it's strictly about business, man. That's the way I like to keep it. You know what I mean? So, honestly, I haven't had no horror stories. We got two great uh, crews right now. And, and, and our guy's moving real quick, too. You know, so, depending on the job that's needed, like, we had a property... Uh, that we sold, it was on uh, Armand Drive uh, here in Huntsville. Man, we walked in the house, he had 10 people in there trying to get it done in one week. I like to see stuff like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And I don't mind paying, you know, if you worth it, I'll pay a little bit extra if, if the work will be quality and you don't yeah. work quick.
1: Hell mm. yeah. And speaking of, uh, speaking of uh, quotes, like how many ones? So, if somebody was trying to get a contract and they find like maybe several. How
2: many uh, quotes
1: do you advise people get?
2: Man, we at least get two and up, two and up. Two at the least. Please don't get one. Oh, my God. You're setting yourself up for failure. At least get two. If not, you know, three, four of them if you can. At least, you know, three is perfect, though. You know what I mean? I think two is okay, but three three and up is perfect. But just don't get one, man. You set yourself up for a disaster.
1: Hey, you ain't lying, man. I remember on our on our first property we bought, it was this contractor we met. And like, we was new to it. So, he just pretty much told us, like, yeah, I'm a contractor. We like I said we knew too. We didn't see his work or none of that, man. We just like, oh yeah, he said he a
2: contractor. We
1: learned, we learned the hard way that ain't how,
2: yeah.
1: how you yeah.
2: do. And trust me, man, when you when you when you go through stuff like that on a flip, it really hurt for real. Mm-hmm. Flips hurt when stuff like that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: With everything going on with the um, pandemic, have you experienced any setbacks with your, fix, your flips?
2: Um, um, not necessarily with the uh, with the flips. Uh, it was more on our uh, wholesale business. You know, we had more people in our company uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. You know what I mean? We down three people. Uh, you know, uh, we had like our acquisition managers. Uh, they was being lead managers as well. Uh, I was telling you guys earlier that now we switched to like having like uh, VAs in the background, doing all the follow-ups, pass due tasks. Uh, we even keep a KPI on dead properties. If a property go dead, uh, we have somebody cold call them uh, every two to four weeks. So that way, that you know what I mean, we still keep it calm. You never know what the situation is. Right. Uh, another thing is we cut a lot of expenses, man. We really was we were spending a lot of money every month, man. So we cut down a lot of expenses. We got way more organized, you know. Of course, we're doing it virtual. We still not back in the office yet, so we had to adjust to the Zoom calls, you know, right. do the same virtual. And um, and we had to just re-qualify the cash buyers, man. We had to we had to see you know, who was doing what, because, I mean, we sell our properties to the cash buyers. So once we figured out the cash buyers temperature and, um, you know, that's when we just got back to work. Like right now, I feel like it's, man, we having a good time right now. I mean, I know it's chaos in the world, but as far as these deals, I mean, they getting sold right now. Mm So, I mean, it's just (laughs) a good time.
1: And speaking, speaking of cash buyers, I know a question people always ask is how to build a buyer's list, how you get your buyer's list. So do you mind just going in on that?
2: Fifty percent of the of the properties that we sell are go through realtors. Mm. You know, what I mean, fifty percent uh, they go through realtors. Uh, another thing is, I know that uh, Cash Buyers Plus they got realtors uh, and they got a uh, cash buyers as well. And then uh, I get they get the emails and everything like that. Uh, so you can use Cash Buyers Plus Real Estate Wealth Network, one of my favorites because the way they lay the cash buyers out, they're very very helpful. The numbers may not be correct, but you can skip trace those bars because I can guarantee you that these people are really buying. So Real Estate Wealth Network, uh, a couple of tricks that we use. Uh, we like to get bandit signs, you know, the property that you got on the contract, three bedroom, two bath, as is, uh, condition, uh, put the number, put the price on there, 25K or whatever it is. And guess what? Put those bandit signs outside of Home Depot and Lowe's because that's where all the contractors are going every day. So we like to flood Home Depot and Lowe's with those type of bandit signs. That way we build up our cash buyers list. You know what I mean? And you can put like a little voicemail. You can even have it going to a number that you don't answer. And when when they go to the voicemail, tell them to leave their criteria, email, you know, are they looking to do any private lending or anything like that? You know, on what areas are they buying in, and uh, and just how them just fill your buyers list up. Yeah. That way of, I'm telling you. That's a sleeper. We even got at one point we got printed banner signs. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's a that's a crazy way. But please, realtors. I mean, sometimes we pay their commission. Uh, sometimes we don't pay the commission. The buyer pay the commission. It all depends on the offer. So I mean, it's not really that we. I mean, we do pay commissions, but you still gotta have the absolute best offer.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like this. So let me ask you this. So what would you say, since you've been in real estate, what was the biggest challenges with your business?
2: Building a team. Easy. Building a team, man. Because you got to mm-hmm. think about it, man. These people ain't up at 2 a.m. thinking like you're thinking. And sometimes right. we trick our own mind and think that our people are supposed to be just as good as us. But in actuality, mm-hmm. it's like your business, that's your baby. You know what I mean? You birthed that baby. So you can't expect nobody to take care of your kid. Like, you're going to do it. just like your business. Even if they're helping you out. You know, even the babysitter ain't going to care as much as you do. That's you know right. what I mean? So, so I mean, that was the hardest point. And then you got people, you know, you it, it take a couple – you're going to go through a couple people to get the right team. And that's one thing we had to realize, man. You know, now we got a point now on the team that we got. It's like, okay, all right, we can build out. We can work with this. It's a great foundation. But I would say building a team is so crazy because people go through stuff on their own so now they coming into your environment and you got to figure out a way to continue to keep their energy up. When the, when the, when the uh, deals ain't coming through, these people got family to feed. So you got to make some decisions, man. And for me, myself, me and my partner, you know, listen, I'm going to make sure these people are paid before I'm paid any day. You know what I mean? Because you need your team, man. I'd rather go, you know, i rather go broke myself before I lose my team because you don't right. get to do nothing without that team. Well, all right, That's real, man. Yeah.
3: I seen you
2: uh, tweet on Twitter, you can't think for
3: yourself, you gotta think
2: for your team. So that gotta think for the team. That's what you said, man. Seriously, you know, I got that from future, but that line that 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 line was powerful mm-hmm. and you can't think for yourself, you really gotta think for the team. That's and that right. goes like even behind closed doors, what I was talking about earlier. You know, when you about to make you know bad decisions, you may be, you know, you know, messing around on your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm talking about stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it ain't got nothing to do with real estate, but it got something to put you receiving and manifesting your blessings. So it really has everything to do with real estate when you think about it, you know? So, and that's what I mean by that. You can't think for yourself. You got to think for the team, man.
1: That's a, man, that's a heavy bar. Like you just said, man, that shit, if you really think about it, that shit apply to almost everything. Like yeah. real, everything comes down to. And I want to add to this. Cause I was uh, like, this, uh, I don't know why I just crossed my mind. Like I was on a call earlier this week, and they was somebody asked me. They was like, "How do you balance like uh, doing business, being in a relationship, and all that?" All this? I was like, I was like, bro. To be honest, like, ain't no blueprint because I'm a first generation entrepreneur, so I don't have no blueprint, no model. So I'm like, this shit really trial and error. Like I'm still
2: figuring it out.
1: So I want to ask you that same question. You a father too?
2: So I'm laughing. More- I'm laughing because, man, we're in the same boat. I'm still trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I ain't going to lie, man, like, when you a business owner, especially you already know when you got multiple things going on at one time, sometimes, man, the, the intimacy is not there. Right, right. You know, especially with men. You know, men, we always on the hunt. <laughs> we always on the hunt for something. So, right. you know, if, if we if our mind focuses on something, we may not be as intimate as we need to be. You know what I mean? And uh, and I like my lady man, she her love language is, you know is spending time really? and uh extra services, man, so you know <laughs> any time I'm not you know keeping her love tank full, I feel it, you know <laughs> I might be on a zoom call like when we was just doing the closure Olympics, we getting off at zoom at two three in the morning, so I'm not even coming to bed at that point, so she's just like like really, like, <laughs> like what about your you know you know, like right you know, you know play with your son or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I felt it, though. And I told her, like, listen, do you think I want to be on Zoom at 2, 3 in the morning? That's not something that I'd rather do. But at the same time, man, you know, we always say that we're doing this for our family. Right. But we can't really say that and mean that if on the way that we, you know, you know, on our journey, on the way on our journey, we're not spending time with our family. Right. How can I say I'm doing this stuff for my family? In the meantime, while I'm on my journey, I'm not even spending time with them. So is I'm really doing it for my family or I'm really doing it for my own being?
3: Mm.
2: You know what I'm saying? Is I'm doing this really for my own pleasure if I'm not spending time in the meantime on, you know, on my journey on, you know, trying to achieve success. And I'm saying I'm doing it for them. Mm.
3: You
2: know what I mean? What, 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 I mean, success is a journey, not a destination. Right. So what, what it, you know what I mean? So I had to tell myself that, man. And just make time. You got a time block. You know, from 7 to 8, strictly with my son. Put the phone down. You know what I mean? So uh, that's, that's how I try to do it. Just to, you know, time block it off. You know, me and my lady read books together, like love dating relationship, whatever type of books. So that way that I stay in tune with her as well and try to see how she feeling.
1: Mm, I like that, man. I like that. I I hope, uh, Whoever listening to this, male or or, or female, they could take
2: that. Yeah, in. my my lady don't care nothing about no real estate ditty, man. She can care less. Right, right. Not impress her at all. Like, <laughs> you know, I try to think I'm cool. She might see me, you know, on the video. Boy, you lame. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, but that's a good thing, though. That's the type of person you know you want on your side, though, who really wants you for you.
1: Yeah, bro. That's that's real, man. That's this top that topic alone, man. That's just so real. Like I said, especially. Yeah you young, you in your 20s, even if you in your 30s, man, and you, you ain't got no blueprint, it could be that shit hard, bro, to yeah. try that balance. It's like,
2: it's very hard, man. <laughs> it's tough, man. It's, it's tough.
3: tough. But like you said, it's all trial and error, and just yeah. you gotta go through the journey, you gotta feel all the emotions, go through the ups and downs, and eventually, you know, if you paying attention to Jeez. all the mistakes you making, you'll learn yeah, a
2: I'm gonna say this real quick. See, women don't understand that, man. We are doing this for y'all. Yeah, that's what I like, hey. like, like. Like, women always talk about men, you know, spending money on them when they want this. they want. Man, we want to do that, man. That's right. what we want to do. Right. You know what I mean? That's what we want to do naturally. We providers, or you should want to do it, man. Right. So, but y'all got budget. I got to give us some time though, and that's what I tell my lady. Listen, it's on the way. That's my that's my saying. It's on the way. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean because i like to live my, my life in motion so i believe it's, it's on the way just be patient with me i'm telling you hey straight
1: up it's like like the, like, like the old saying go either you're gonna have you're gonna have a, a dude that got hella time with with yeah. no with, with nothing going on he ain't gonna be yeah. able to bring nothing to the table or you're gonna have somebody that bring everything
2: to the table but he might not yeah. be
1: have an abundance What's of time that? like that
2: yeah man see my lady she she was where she she held it down while i was on my journey so she took a job an hour and a half away in birmingham so she could provide, you know, for our family at that time. I feel terrible anytime mm-hmm. that a man like it hurt a real man to ha- to have to see his woman have to do all she got to do just to man. That's yeah. that's a terrible feeling, right? Right. But yeah. I came back and got her. She are, she worked with me now. You know, she our transactional coordinator right now. She's got a realtor license. You know what I mean? We got. I, I got. Me. I told her, baby, listen. I know you got insurance at your job. I got your insurance over here. We got family insurance now. You know what I mean? Oh man! So 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 I, d- I went it. back and got her. I kept my word. I you know that. Know A lot of times when you know when people start getting that bag, they start looking at different things though. You know what I mean? And I and I want. I mean, it's 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 not it's not easy because when people see you successful, people naturally want to. But me, I think about the uh, when I ain't had nothing. I always think about when I was on that box spring who was helping me out. You know what I mean? So it's hard for me to to lose focus because I know who really was there when it was. You know, it was times of struggle. So I try to, you know, I stay focused on that.
1: Man, I salute you, bro. That's so cold, man. Just just being a man of your word and uh getting your woman involved. Like that's family business right there, man. That's so important. Yeah. A lot of dudes today, yeah. they don't see the value in that shit for
2: real, man. Yeah, when you start reading stuff like Think and Grow Rich and Outwitting the Devil about uh, my man's uh, Napoleon Hill, you start realizing, man, like hey, listen, hey, listen, you need to give it to you need to get it together. You know that overindulgence man it'll, it'll kill you every time and anything you're trying to do so those those two books man they really helped me really understand like listen you gotta tighten up and you gotta stay tight man man that's that's cold bro and I only
1: had <laughs> I only had one more question for you and I, yeah. this was something that I seen you tweet and you said never let never let your value rest on someone's word put it on paper and I feel like man that was so profound because like the military I was in the military both <laughs> both of us and the military, yeah. if the military taught me nothing, it taught me it, it don't mean nothing till it's on paper. <laughs> like it, yeah. it, That shit don't even exist if it ain't on paper for real.
2: Man, listen, man. One thing I learned about business, man, I don't care. if We can be the best of friends. We can be out to dinner. But when it comes to that business, it need to be on paper. You know, mm. and I'm going to be honest. I got that Pacific uh off of reading 50 Cent's book. 50 mm. Cent uh, got that new book he just dropped. And that was, man, listen, that was one of the things he said. I listened to the book in one day. It was an audio book. It was like eight hours or something like that. If I'm uh, if I'm mistaken, I listened to the whole book in one day. And he actually narrated that book. And man, a lot of people think of 50 Cent I know, a certain type of way, maybe. But man, that dude right there is he different. A beast man. on business. Yeah, he a beast, man. He a different animal, man. All his tactics and everything, everything is calculated. So you know, I just thought about it, like, man, that was man, that was so true. I don't care, man. Y'all can be the best or whatever, the most mistakes that people make, you know, is they don't get it on paper, man. I don't trust nothing that ain't on paper. I'm sorry.
1: You I know? Feel, bro. I feel that. <laughs> I feel
2: if that. you if you let your value rest in somebody else's uh hand or whatever you want to call it, you're gonna automatically lose respect from that person because they're gonna see you ain't about your business. Yep. Period though. Yeah, that's that's
1: that's heavy, bro. That's game right there. I hope I hope people that's listening to this, they can apply
2: but, that, man. Yeah, uh, you had anything else?
1: Right. You, you had anything else you want to touch on, bro?
2: Man, I just want to say, man, I definitely, definitely appreciate it. You know, you guys give me the opportunity. Definitely, uh, bro. Again, my name is Keith Everett. Uh, Keith Everett Jr. on Facebook. It's Real Estate Diddy on uh, Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, you definitely can follow me. All You're going to just see what I do every day, man. I ain't trying to, you know, throw no tricks or no curveballs, nothing mm-hmm. like that. I'm just going to give it to you straight up and down. That's all I can do, man. And, hey, y'all tune in to this, man. Hopefully, y'all can get something from it.
1: Definitely. They definitely will, man. We want to say we definitely appreciate you for coming on, man. This was super yeah. valuable. I think people are going to have a lot to take away from this. And we definitely be rocking with you. We support everything you're doing, man, for sure. sure.
2: Yeah. Hey, same here, man. I definitely appreciate it. And, man, y'all have a blessed Saturday. Hey, man, continue to crush it, too, man. Much love, bro. Yeah. Keep it yes, to We're going to speak soon. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Let's get it.
1: And uh, that was another episode of Millionaire Mindsets podcast. Wrapping up, I'm your host
2: Xavier Miller.
1: Got my co-host D with me. Mm-hmm. What's your inf- What's you can your info? Follow <laughs> me on t- Twitter my
3: bad. at That's Deanna S. Kent, and Instagram Deanna Kent. Yeah. Make sure you follow Park Hill Capital and the Millionaire Mindsets podcast.
1: Follow the mm-hmm. podcast at M Mindsets Pod. That's on Instagram and Twitter. That's all we got for y'all, man. We appreciate y'all for tuning into this episode. Holler at y'all next episode. Peace.
0: Hey, turn me up, son. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people, if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gon' talk about it No, Diana speak that that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses, valid Get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant I study millionaires cause I was born a visionary still believe in limitations. Why you acting scary? You can't distract me from the paper. I've been chasing greatness. I'm stacking now and balling later. In the conversation, we strategize and monetize and piling up investments. A sacrifice and sacrificing temporary sh- for bigger blessings, yeah. A tapped in boss mind state. I multiply my grind rate and I match the way I vibrate. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier gon' talk about it. No Diana speak that sh that everybody values. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag to your bank account. Need and the